This is Unscripted, a podcast by St. Aldate's Church. Listen along as Simon Ponsonby encourages us to dig into Scripture in the midst of our everyday lives. So take a moment to recenter your attention and welcome the presence of God as we listen to these ancient words. Hello, Saints. Welcome back to Unscripted, Ephesians chapter 3, and we're in verse 20. And Paul here has been telling them about his prayer, his prayer for them. And then in characteristic fashion for Paul, we see it uh, so often after having given us a prayer or having given us statements and propositions, Paul can't help but end in worship. Paul says in verse 20 of chapter 3, Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine according to his power that is at work in us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. So this prayer to experience God's love then ends with praise to the God who loves. Now to him, now to him. Now, when is the now? The now is now. The now is not just yesterday and it's not about tomorrow. Now is now. Now is in this moment. Now is right here, right now, today, in this place, at this time, wherever we are, however we are, whoever we are, we are to be the people who now go where? To him in worship. Twice it says that. 20, now to him. 21, to him. We find this, I think, in Jude, the letter of Jude, who says, now to him. We've got to live a life now to him in worship. You know, many years ago, with a friend of mine, I read a book called Now to Him. That was the title, and it was a book on worship. Because worship is the right response when we understand who we are and who God is and what he's done for us in Christ Jesus. When we have had a revelation of God's nature and his action towards us, when we've experienced his love by the power of the Spirit, when we have been witnesses to the wonder of the cross and his mystery revealed in Jesus and the church, we're going to worship. We're the now to him people. When is now? Now is now. Where is our now given to? Now in worship to him. To him. The time is now. The orientation is to him. We're to live our lives to him, to honor him, to praise him, to give him worth because he is worthy. Paul here says to him who's able to do immeasurably more than we ask or imagine. What has he been asking? He's been asking God to give them a revelation and experience of God's love. And now he says to the God who can do immeasurably more. He says, you're not even going to understand this love. It surpasses knowing but he can do more, immeasurably more, than you can ask 
or imagine. He's been talking about asking, talking about imagining God's love. Now he says God can do immeasurably more than that. Far and above, God's going to blow your mind and blow you away with his love. But now to him, to him, to him, to him what? He says, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations. To him be glory. What is glory? Glory, well, uh, in Greek, it literally uh, is doxa. It means shining. From the Hebrew, uh, uh, kavoda, and that means weightiness, the weight of his glory, the substance. To him be glory. We're to be those who give him glory. I mean, he's, he's all glorious. We're only giving back. We're shining back his outshining on us. We're, as it were, reflecting back the glory that he's put on us. But we're recognizing where, who he is, what he's done. We're recognizing that he's the one who deserves the glory, not us. And we're living for his glory. Paul has talked about our glory. He's talked about it earlier in this chapter, for example, in verse 13. But we're to be those who live a life giving glory, giving honor, giving praise, giving worth, giving our worship, giving ourselves, giving our money, giving our time, giving our all to him because he is worthy. And our glory to him from the church, through Christ Jesus, to Christ Jesus. And then he says here, throughout all generations, forever and ever. Why? There's never a time when glory will run out. Glory is not just for a season. It's not just for the Sunday. It's not just for when you're feeling good. And it's not just for you. It's not just what your ancestors did. It's not just what you should do. It's not even what your children and your children's children should do. All generations, forever and ever, throughout time, on and on and on, give glory to God. Join the glory train. Join in with the glory from all eternity. Before the earth was formed and fashioned, the angels gave glory to God. And when God put the stars in the sky, when God created these beautiful, mind-blowing universes, galaxies upon galaxies, all of them outshining and giving glory to God. When he creates creation, nature, on earth, it is all giving glory to God. The trees are giving glory to God. The animals, their existence gives glory to God. The waves crashing on the shore give glory to God. Photosynthesis in the plants is giving glory to God. Everything that is the product of his beauty and his handiwork gives glory to God. And we enter that glory train, that glory trajectory from the eternity in past into the future, from the beginning of time to the end, from the alpha to the omega. Glory to God. It's always the now to him of giving glory all generations, forever 
and ever, and ever, and ever. And when we've been there a billion years in eternity, we're still going to be giving him glory. Why? Because he is worth it. Because he's worthy of it. Who else has ever heard of a God who loves sinners to death? And he's the one who gave himself. And then he's the one who pours himself into us, filling us to the measure of the fullness of God with his love. Now to him. Now to who? To him. Now what? Now glory to God in the highest.